Welcome to Fright Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's got Mars. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. Hey everybody! What's up? And welcome back to another episode with the Jersey Ghouls. And holy shit, is the Great Pumpkin coming early? Because boy, do we have a treat for you! What? I worked on that shtick on the drive. That's down. good. Thank you. That's good. Thank you. I was ready That's to love it. Better than your normal. Uh, no, that was really no, good. I, you practiced. I did. I was the consummate professional. <laughs> um, that's right, kids. Tonight we have a little trick for you, and maybe even some treats, because today we are joined by the resurrected every month oh, madness host. You see, right. it's, it's, it I even ties in resurrected like zombies. Just that's why around. I make the pennies on the episode. <laughs> We are joined by Joe from Every Month Madness and Ed. So tonight we are doing a very special cross collaboration. Not since the kids from Saved by the Bell visited California. That's right. Have I ever had such a crossover event in my life? Because I got to tell you, what's the name of the little guy they worked for? Fuck. Oh, uh, Mr... Oh, I don't remember him. Oh, oh, yeah, no, no. God damn it. Whatever. Not since that guy came into my life, am I this excited to have Joey back? Because he is finally resurrecting every month madness. Yeah. We are going to kickstart it on Jersey Ghouls with a bracket of Halloween films. Joe, tell us a little bit about what we're doing. Oh here. my god, we're back, baby. I had a child, to be fair. That's why. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. I had a child. <laughs> um but yeah, we're coming back. Um and we're coming back with a with gusto, because yeah. our first episode back will be part due yeah. of this show, which I don't think you explained yet. So no, so it... so just for all of our fans out there, we are doing a bracket a la our match, ma- a la our ma- March, that's a lot to say, yeah. a la our March Madness. And we are also kicking it with Every Month Madness, how they do brackets about all kinds of fun stuff. Well, yeah, you guys will remember Ed from our best songs of the 90s episode, which we did with Kristen Curtis from WX. Groove is in the heart one, right? Yeah, Groove is in the heart one by a lot. As like a should. landslide. And yeah. everything is right with the world. Yeah. <laughs> Groove is in the heart was just, I mean, we all got there and decided like, was like, there was nothing to talk about. Wait, was I that mean, the song that won? No. no. Wu-Tang won. <laughs> Wu-Tang won for best Wu-Tang artist. Won. But I thought yeah. the Oh, no, that's song. right. It was best artist. It wasn't best song. They didn't win best song, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think we did. No, we just did artists. We just used a lot of songs to figure it out, obviously. Right. But well, when the dividals were out, I lost interest. The dividals, <laughs> yeah. If I can't no touch horse. myself, I'm out. I'm out. I know. Right. You have a bumper sticker that says that, Jackie. Don't you? <laughs> That's a great. Put that in the good ideas book for Jersey yeah. Bulls, okay? Um, we also did Billy Joel. We did best Billy Joel we did songs. Which, episode. to to be fair, again, to be fair, to be fair, is, to be fair. is unbelievably amazing that you guys literally did Summer Highland Falls as the best Billy Joel song yeah. of all time. Hottest take I've ever heard in my yeah, life. Yeah, right. To be honest, and, and then we did one of my favorite things I've ever done. One of my favorite projects period, was um, gay adjacent or um, que- uh, queer coding. Queer coded uh, characters with the Fright School with guys. With the amazing guys so at Fright School, yep. And so we are here to celebrate the return, the triumphant return of Every Month Madness. And just to tease a little bit, they have Pearl Jam, Best Pearl Jam Bruin. We're coming up Best Pearl Jam. Yeah, we're going to have an old friend on that episode. I we won't say who. Best, you'll have to tune in. Yeah, you'll see. And uh, Best theme song best, from a television show. It, 
Yeah, are we doing 80? Well, they don't make them like they used to. No, I'll tell you are that we going to stick to one decade? Probably, right? Because if we there's two the many, 80s, they're the only thing 80s, that matters. Then, well, I feel like, and with some of that, they carried over. They 90, started in the 80s, 90s yeah, and or they carried over the 90s shows. Like I don't want to wait. Like the, I mean, is that yeah. gonna, you know, like <laughs> right? What was that again? Oh no, it was just Paul Cole went home. Was that Dawson's Creek? Dawson went home. Yeah, doesn't Mass just win? Oh my wow. god, Mash is heartbreaking. But you Absolutely know, you know another theme song is heartbreaking, and you don't think about it. It's Taxi. Dude, are you <laughs> counting animated shows? That would be oh. a whole I literally walked by a guy today whistling in the Inspector Gadget theme. Yeah. Oh my god, that's and then true. for the rest. It was of like, oh, Ducktales. You know, zombie bears. Oh, bouncing here and there everywhere. Oh my god! All right, we are off the rails. Right, yeah. That's all getting cut. So every month, but madness is back, baby. Say, needless to say, every month, madness is back. Make sure they are going to have the second episode of this, you guys. So if mm-hmm. you are interested in finding out who wins at the end of all this, go over to Every Month Madness, give them a like, give them a subscribe. Or you will never know. Yeah, I'm, I'm nervous about the Jersey Ghouls army coming over my place. I should be. When the Jersey I'm... Ghouls army rolls up, yeah. you know, you know they're, they're there. Right? Yeah, you know they're and there. And if yeah. you dare say an uncut word about Tom Atkins in their, oh. in their, in their <laughs> presence. We have lots of, we have lots well, of Tom Atkins talk coming. Well, you better check us out coming, before you wreck yourself. I'll tell you that much. He's beloved. So tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to decide the ultimate Halloween-themed movie of all time. Now, the reason why I say Halloween-themed is because this isn't just the best scary movie or the best movie that is in the Halloween series because we could have done an entire bracket on that. Right. No, it is the best movie that deals with this and happens to take place during the wonderful season of Halloween. Yeah. Now, for my judges, I'd like to do a couple reminders before we start. First well, of all. This is tough for the Jersey Ghouls Army, though, right? Because there are, even, there are movies in this bracket that are not horror movies. Correct. And there are also movies that we would have liked to have included, but either A, I didn't want to traumatize anybody beyond Pumpkin Carver, or B, um, we couldn't find them. Like, unfortunately, WNUF is impossible to find such an awesome movie, so don't come at me about that one or any other movies. I know yeah. it's just some of them are really hard to find, and spoiler alert, we're all poor. We all work in education. Well, most of us do, Jackie, but, you know, yeah. fair. Um... So yeah, so so keep keep in mind that, but we did miss some. So if we missed anything, definitely give us a shout, you guys. Let us know what should have been on this list because we had to cut to six thirty-two. There were a lot of films. So. Well, would it be okay if we opened with that? Like, what wasn't on the list? But what do we think of as Halloween? Like, what there are a couple things that define Halloween for me that aren't that aren't here. on this list. Yeah. Absolutely, let's okay. open with that. But I know you want to talk about Perfect World at least briefly. I love Perfect World. I, I love that movie. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think know that one. It's well, it's underrated. Check it, out. it is underrated because of its timing, right? So. Eastwood, it's the next Eastwood movie after Unforgiven. Mm-hmm. So he's already won the Oscar for that. And then it's, I think, Costner's next major mm-hmm. project after Dances with Wolves. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so both Con- of them were fighting a little bit of like, oh, you what peaked next? already. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you know. And he'll show them because he'll go on to sing Gran Torino. And that's when you know that. Right. Well, like Costner goes on a water world. Yeah. So. so you both know they had they had yet to do make their biggest mistakes. Yeah. But Perfect World is such a good movie. It's criminally underrated in my opinion. It still holds up too. Yeah. I watched it recently because we were talking about it for the show. I showed it in class. We just oh, finished awesome. it. Yeah, it makes kids cry. So oh, I ugly cry. But to, not make, to make teenagers cry, yeah, in this day and age is, is no something. small feat. They have yeah. no feelings. They are feral beasts. <laughs> but that happens at like Jehovah's Witnesses, really, because it's like Halloween as. You know, in it's relation true. to Jehovah's Witnesses, yeah, it's almost it a like, heartbreaking film. <laughs> it's almost like about Halloween in the absence of Halloween, right? Yeah. Like, it's got early... Don't owe me now. You didn't want it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I've never heard of it. How could I 
not want it. I'm saying, ooh, because it's got early 90s Bradley Whitford in it. Yes. Aww. And if I can go back in time yes. and touch his wiener, yes. absolutely. Like, yes. 90 to like 97 Bradley Whitford, yeah. I'm diving into And his wiener seems infinitely touchable. Is the FBI sniper in it? Yeah. Is that is him? I didn't recognize yeah. him out there. Yeah. Oh, he's a creep in that movie. He is a creep. Oh, that's, that's why okay. I laughed when you said that because he's so creepy. Like, you know what? I'll just pretend I'm watching The West Wing and then Perfect. I'll just Fair enough. Any other ones that were missed on this list, you guys? Go ahead. No, no, no. no, no. I, not, I, not that it's missed, but I, but to me, the quintessential Halloween program is it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Really. Agreed, but it's not a movie. It's not a movie. Right. So we and we discussed this, and there's yeah. some there's other animated uh, yeah. pieces on this that are feature length films or had a theatrical right. release or what, you know had what's its that, running time. Great Pumpkin? Like 37 30, okay. I think even, Not even. I think it's no. a I think that's like a made-for-TV, yeah, like a 22-minute run with commercials pads out to 30 minutes. However, It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie 25 Brown. 25 minutes. Might not only be the most important Halloween piece of fiction, but it is just such a great story about resilience and faith and, and even bullying and like social structures among children. And just, you know, this idea of like, what we come back to time after time, even when we've been destroyed by it. And dare I say it is a beautiful comment on the importance of faith in the yeah. lack of any real proof of anything in life. It, how... might, it might be the most perfect type of faith ever captured yeah. by screen. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Anything else that we missed? All right. So, as always, I'm going to play the host with very far from the most, but I, I'll do. And our three judges will be Joe, Ed, and Jackie. As always, I will judge them, uh, like, mercilessly and also act like if I had ruled things, everything would have turned out better. So just a spoiler alert on that if you know anything about the show. I think we should probably start to make a, a, a small tally of how many times Marissa says, well, I don't have a horse in this game, so I don't yeah. care. And then, Bye. in the very Bye. next round, yeah. flips a table yeah. and we have all, are all out of our birds. Yeah, yeah well, you, I mean, you are. So you're out of your birds. So just a couple of quick rules for my judges, and I will I will remind you gently of this if we go off the rails, but remember, we are looking here at the best film that celebrates Halloween in all of its glory. Things like costuming, ambiance, uh, the actual holiday itself playing into the plot. We tried to avoid movies that just happen to have one scene that takes place at Halloween. Right. We tried to really dive into movies that take place around the holiday. So when you are making your final decisions, judges, just remember we are going for the best Halloween vibe movie. Well, you even said, though, Marissa, we're looking for the best movie about Halloween. Correct. Really, we're looking for the movie that represents Halloween the best. Because it probably won't be the best movie on this list that wins this bracket. No, not at all. Nor should it be the best right, movie on this right. list. Because there are definitively not good movies on this list that yes. are going to go far, I oh, think. Oh, and how. And how. So let's, you guys ready? Let's jump right in. There's a lot of shitty movies on this list. And for the record, I know everybody thinks... So <laughs> angry already. I am. He's so angry we haven't what, even started. Because you guys make me watch shitty movies more than anyone else <laughs> on the earth. I watch more shitty movies for these shows. <laughs> I'm gonna tell me, me all about it. Right, right. <laughs> um, Joey doesn't uh, understand what shitty movies are because he hasn't ever worked doing screeners for a oh, horror publication. Oh no! As they Don't tell a guy who watched both Pumpkin Carver and Boo and Medea Halloween in the same week First that of all, I don't know do what not shitty say, movies are about. Do not say an okay. unkind word about Medea in my presence. <laughs> oh, right away! He's not, 
She's right in she the is a, She's a saint. Where's the, where the impartial <laughs> the host saint that we're looking for? Oh, I'm the for nobody would describe me as impartial. That's all okay. Right. Rest assured, when we get the hate mail, it'll be all about how terrible I was and how wonderful Jackie was. As, as, always, as it always is. As, 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 as it should be. As is tradition. <laughs> Marissa <laughs> is terrible, but you know that you Jackie's know got, got some They're good like, opinions. can you tell the other one to stop talking because Jackie's really great? <laughs> Should we just admit our biases now? Because I think everyone oh, has they're going to come out so oh, fast. Okay. All, right, all, right, right. Yeah. all right, so here we go, guys. Let's start the fun because I did not tamper with this list, and the first one is going to be proof positive of this. Our ver- ladies and gentlemen, our first battle, bracket number one, was number one seed Halloween from 1978 with a score of 92.5 versus Halloween three, <laughs> the season of the witch. <laughs> 1982 with a score of 32.5. Jackie, you're so, I'm up. You're up first. Okay, so this is this is terrible. This is a terrible, terrible start to the bracket. So as longtime listeners know, the way that I play this game is always I have two movies in my hand. Which one do I want to watch more? I think for the first time I might be going against that because I fight me. Halloween three is a better movie than Halloween one. You do God's work, Jackie. But. I have been on record saying that there is no movie that gets me in the autumn mood than the original Halloween. I can watch the original Halloween in April and I can like smell the crunchy leaves and I want to have apple cider. Like Mm -hmm. to me, watching the original Halloween movie any time of year automatically puts me in that mode. And if that's how we're supposed to be voting, like as far as capturing the Halloween season, I hate myself for voting Halloween one, Son but I feel like that, ha- I feel like I'm abiding by the rules I that like we've I don't laid even out. Know you right I know, I, I do, I'm really mad at myself, I, I, but like I feel like if we're voting to ridiculous. what captures ridiculous. the Halloween oh, spirit best, right. like I said, I'm on record saying that there is no movie that evokes that in me all year round than the regular, like the, not a regular, but the original Halloween. So. Uh, my deepest apologies to Tom Atkins. I love you. I, I I think Halloween 3 is a better movie. Hands down, better movie. I don't like that people think that Laurie Strode is like this amazing final girl because she's Ew. not. I don't Ew. think she is. But I feel like in the spirit of what we're trying to vote for in this bracket, I think the original Halloween captures the season better. So uh, that, 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 goes, that goes my vote. All is, right. Fair enough. And yeah. just a friendly reminder, you guys, we tend to uh, eulogize and talk more about the movie that doesn't right. make it doesn't on. Make it. So please feel free to save all your best for these films as we move through the brackets. But Ed, you are up for your vote. I'm going to vote for Halloween 3. Yes, you just became my new best friend. And <laughs> so I feel like if Halloween 3 had succeeded, we would be in a better place. Because that's what John Carpenter wanted. I think John Harp- Carpenter might... I. He's kind of the horror goat. He has the longest run Agreed. of consistent horror movies, even though he really falls apart later on. But uh, still, <laughs> I love you, John Carpenter. Yeah. Um, the creativity of this idea that you're going to do a completely original movie for every uh, Halloween season was a great idea. It would have it would have protected us from endless sequels and reboots and extended universe nonsense, which is like lazy storytelling and. It even does things like, yeah, it ruins the character of Laurie Strode. I think her arc is pretty much done after the first Halloween. I kind of think Michael Myers' story is done after the first Halloween. Uh, And I just think we would be in a better world if that had won. Now, I'm going to say, I will go out on record, I vastly prefer the original Halloween to Halloween 3. I I think Halloween 3 is 
interesting, but I prefer Halloween one. But if we're going for a film that represents, it's like creativity. Uh, it's we, we would we live in a better world. There there'd be fewer spirit of Halloween. So there would yeah. be more people making their own <laughs> Halloween costumes. Agreed. Agreed. If they listened to John Carpenter, which is it's what true. they should have done. Wow. I'm with you on that. Wow. So you put me in the, the bad seat right uh-huh. off the, the, the gun. Um, okay. So if you had asked me before this year to name my top five movies I think of when I think of Halloween, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch would have definitely been on that list. However, upon rewatch, I cannot help but think this was just not as good of a movie as I remembered it being. It's insane. It, it's just not that great a movie. Um, now... It does a lot of important things, though, right? I mean, the Silver Shamrock theme alone. And can I ask you a question? Sure. Is the daughter a robot the whole time? Or is she just a robot at the end, like when they kidnapped her? She's a robot the whole time, is how I read it. Listen, so someone she, who's probably thought more into this movie than anybody so, should. So, so a lot of times, and I and you got you all know this about me. When I do a rewatch, I try to 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 hook in my teenage sons because I feel like they gave me a, they give me a good idea of whether or not I'm just feeling nostalgia or the film is good, and it works out amazingly because like the thing turns out I'm not just nostalgic oh, for the thing. Amazing. The thing kicks ass. Yes. The 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 thing shot down. A 17-year-old and a 15-year-old, it shut them down. <laughs> like, to an extent that I cannot even describe to you. Halloween 3 oh, left them just just laughing I hope they took lessons about how to be a man. For and <laughs> they could not get over that Tom Atkins pulls what he pulls in that movie. They could not get over Accurate. it. They literally could not get over it. They need to learn to When he hits two, this is let you know the difference in sensibility in generations. When he smacks the nurse's ass, yeah. which we had no yeah, problem hashtag with. Hashtag canceled. <laughs> it's canceled. canceled. Okay? They were beside themselves. They were like, we can't, what the hell's wrong with yeah. this guy? Like, they could not get over what he does. It's just a diff- it was a different, oh, it was a different time. So when the daughter shows up and winds up sleeping with Tom Atkins, they, they were done. You, they were? They were really? done. They were like, why would this happen? How would this happen? Who, like, literally, they That's keep talking fair. about his hairpiece. They could not get over it. It gets a little um, loose at times. You need to double film. feature with the fog. So they see that. Yeah, they see that. Yeah, yeah. But it would happen. You get the full effect. Like, uh, I mean, it, that's Darcy the Male Girl's like favorite movie. She's been begging I Joe know. Bob Briggs yeah. to do it for years. Yeah. Like, oh, he Darcy. has he has a fan base. Tom Atkins. Has he has a heart. I mean, I have a Tom Atkins rule shirt. I Same. would. Yeah. I mean, I love to, me some Tom Atkins. Uh, inexplicably too. I'm not even gonna pretend there's a valid reason. For I'll, it. I'll say this about it: it's not a horror movie. It's a thriller. Yeah. That's what. It's, yeah. It's, my it's a suspense made that movie. Point. Is it worth it, mentioning though? Like, because I mean, I would agree. The thing is probably my favorite John Carpenter movie, but it flopped. Yeah. It Whereas like fun. Halloween made tons of money. Yeah, yeah. So again, I'm uh, I'm playing that game like look at the world we created. Right. We yeah. rejected right. the thing. The thing, but we and we embraced. loved Halloween, yeah. which I don't but even we, know if John Carpenter loved. We rejected so Halloween many of his other. Fo- nah, yeah, for sure. No, I mean to hear him talk about it now, you certainly question his whole his yeah. feelings about the whole thing. But anyway, we have time to talk about Halloween. Uh, can we really knock out Halloween on the first round of a Halloween movie bracket I, too? I, by the way, I'd love I, the the hate mail. I, I would think love the it. world. Um, does not quite see the debt. I understand, Ed. I, I agree with every single thing you said. Because in a way, Halloween 3 is a movie about the commercialism of Halloween. Correct. And that should be an important part of defining Halloween for us. 
There's, there's just something to be said. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's okay. For how nihilistic and how ballsy the ending of that film is to me, too. <laughs> because you literally blow up a bunch of kids and you have everybody get possessed and, and die from their costumes on Halloween. Yeah. I mean, that is an amazing ending to a film. Because I know, I feel it. I know it's going away. I know you're going to vote Halloween. Right, here. I am. I am. Yeah. yeah. So I think just to give it its proper due, as much as I agree with what you said about it being a thriller, I think it is such a good Halloween film. I was really pissed that it went off against Halloween because I think it would have won against against a lot of these other films. Yeah. But, well, but here's why I'm uncomfortable getting rid of it. In, there's an entire 45-minute segment of that movie where you almost don't forget you're as close to Halloween as you need to be. 100%. It's literally a movie about running around a factory, like hiding through a factory. Like, there, there's not... Okay, the Silver Shamrock theme is huge, that little flashing pumpkin Those now. Those three masks are iconic. I'm so grateful that I can send my kids that flashing pumpkin <laughs> and they know what it is. Um, but I don't know that, it, that there's a lot of Halloween in it. Like, oh, I think that's a bold statement. There's mm. a lot of Halloween in this movie. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. I would disagree. That I, I feel like there's a fair Respect. amount. Yeah, respectfully. <laughs> respectfully. Um, but I mean, this is a bracket where whichever one goes through, I'm okay with. Yeah. All right. It's Halloween for so me. So Halloween goes through the next round, y'all. Unfortunately, uh, we have to say goodbye to Tom Atkins for now. All right, next up on this list, and I swear to God, if this one doesn't go the way I think it should, we have 2015's The Witch coming in number two seed mm. with a 90 versus Ernest Scared Stupid <laughs> <laughs> for 1991 with a 33.5% oh, rating. Ernest, you deserve better than that. You know what I mean, Vern? So, Who's Vern? So this also, so can, can you believe this character is, starts with a Sprite commercial? Well, it doesn't. It starts with uh, Varney's stand-up, right? Jim Varney's stand-up. Oh, God. Wasn't it a local commercial that he first It was, but Sprite in? paid for it. Sprite okay. made him rich. He's can we all just agree? Lyman, Vern, Lyman. Can we all just agree it never should have happened? Is that, can we? <laughs> hey, Jay, it was, it was the 80s. All right, so, Ed, you're starting us off here. The Witch 2015 and dare I say, an A24 elevated horror masterpiece oh. versus Ernest Scared Stupid. You know what? I got to quote John Carpenter right off the bat. They just He just did an interview, and they asked him what he thought of elevated horror, and I, like he was like, I don't even know what that is. I loved that so much. Uh, I was laughing so hard. Okay, actually, this is not hard for me. I'm going to get rid of The Witch. Holy shit. Okay. All right. I, the Witch is, a, is, is good, I, and I rather like... Look, I got a bias against it because for years I taught the Crucible, and if all yeah. my kids saw the witch, I would have to. It would make my job so much harder. Like, guys, there are no witches actually. Then they yeah. would see this, and but <laughs> they don't I, watch I'm that. not like it. Almost predates Halloween. It, Halloween, <laughs> well, Halloween in the sense that you know, all right, biases are emerging. Halloween is an American holiday. Right, and this to me that movie kind of predates the idea of America, mm -hmm. the idea of commercialism, the idea of it being a, a, a holiday. Um, so I have no problem saying goodbye to the witch um, and going with Ernest. I, right. I think he's a great entertainer. I I could watch Ernest do anything. Wow. Okay. So I know Jackie well enough to, to know, know that I think I have yeah. to talk off the witch. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah. To me, this is a slam dunk for the witch, and let let me tell you why. I had to think about this long and hard, and actually, I'm not going to lie, I, I turned to Ed, and I was like, am I crazy for thinking about it this way? And he set me up by telling me I wasn't crazy, but then kind of saying the opposite just now. Good for you. <laughs> no, that was good. So, you told me not to say This is a movie that has nothing to do with Halloween, except 
that it is everything that made Halloween the holiday that it was Agreed. hundreds of years before what it is today. Repression? And repression. The idea of death Misogyny. that has always been like an, an autumnal feeling in the air. And in a way, and we'll talk about this later, it's, it's what Halloween, the, the movie Halloween does best too. It just gives you that notion of an ending that the last day of October still represents in this society. This is not a movie about a holiday Halloween. It's a movie about what happens when the harvest celebration is over. It's about the long, cold, deadly, overly imaginative days of winter. It's about feeling completely out on your own and isolated. And I'm telling you, as a Cuban in New Jersey, February makes me feel that shit sometimes. And I know, like, it's nowhere near like it was at the time of the witch. I, I, I hate the cold, Marissa. With something inside of me that I can't explain, I hate the cold. And I think The Witch at the end of the day is a movie that's about what happens when that hopelessness sets in. And I think that everything that Halloween has evolved through began with that notion. Why are the gates of hell and heaven and the line between the spirits and the living so thin at the end of October? The reason why is because we are more scared of, 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 of winter than we are of anything else. And we remain scared of winter despite the modern amenities that we enjoy. We stay fearful this time of year. There's something about Halloween that you know it falls at the perfect time. And yes, Ed, it doesn't mean that to almost anybody but English majors anymore, so I get it. But, but to me, that's why The Witch is a Halloween movie, mm -hmm. because of the dread that's just implicit of a time even before the holiday itself. And how that dread leads to these wondrous, imaginative, hallucinatory realities that make evil seem real. And what is, what's more Halloween than that? I vote The Witch. And, you know, even though Ernest is, is a fun I don't movie. want to retract my vote, but the, the only thing I'll say that I mildly agree with you, and maybe it's just my... <laughs> I'll take it, Ed. Is, I'll take it mildly. Well, if we're talking about the, the... I don't get that feeling. I love the winter and the cold, so it's Same. it's a good feeling yeah. to me. It's like, finally, the summer's Same. gone, yeah. and I can go outside yeah. again. But the only thing I'll add that I, I concede to that point to the degree that I actually think The Witch is fun. Like, yeah. I do not think I it's creepy. Like, the ending, I literally... I love it felt the movie was winking at me, me and it was like you know almost cartoonishly silly well what's more halloween than that though you know what i mean i, I think you're only i halloween for me doesn't exist till i could go to mcdonald's and, and get, get that orange Dude, like I'm gonna be pumping in line. bucket on I'm going 18. at 11 o'clock again yeah, just a side note i will be in line first thing yeah. first. Wait, 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 explain this to me <laughs> they're, they're the bringing the they're bringing back. back they're bringing back the three the ghost the pumpkin and the witch the buckets yeah, with the little that the happy meals came have to go on the 18th it's no, starting, it's starting on, the on the 18th, but, oh, but so I'm afraid they'll be sold out. I don't yeah, mean to I'm going at 11 o'clock. Yeah. But I got the the hamburger, the weird double-eyed oh hamburger. I'm literally going to put that in my phone. Um, right I already now. have it in my calendar. Yeah. Um, so that's like Joey, soon. listening to your speech, I think it's. I want to quote Billy Madison here because the puppy society <laughs> was the no good. but the industry my friend that was a revolution <laughs> we are all I award dumber. you no points I just, we are all dumber <laughs> having heard you say that <laughs> I mean God have mercy on your soul um, that's all no, the whole we, time we you were talking listen. that's all I could think about we Billy Madison's puppy survival speech. right every no, a lot I of totally horror agree movies, with you a I lot of horror movies are about the fact that we don't want to survive 
in extenuating circumstances. I admit that every time I'm on this show of yours. I say, if the shit really hit the fan, it's the chubby intellectuals who go first. I'm going to die. And you know oh, what? Sure. Thank God I'm going to die. Oh, yeah. Because I don't want to live through the horror. I'd rather be dead. And the witch is kind of about... You, you're talking about a time in our history where, like, where we they felt survive, that yeah. every goddamn year. Yeah. Every year people didn't survive the goddamn winter. You know, yeah. I mean, like, that's that's some scary shit. That's why Halloween probably yeah. exists. So Joe votes for The Witch, which, again, I, I am going to say I think is, is a you know, brilliant film. Away. I know Jackie. And Vern? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you're again, long-time listeners know <laughs> that I could not have been longtime listener. more bored watching The Witch. <laughs> She nothing happened. Yeah. She nothing happened. Uh. There is a combined through the whole fucking movie about five minutes of actual entertainment. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, You're ridiculous. Have you seen The Lighthouse? Uh, no. The Lighthouse. Um, I prefer she won't, she won't watch any of these. A24, she's like, you bastard. No, I do want to see that little Marcel Michelle movie. You would. Yeah, yeah it's because yeah, I like cute things. Um, but no, uh, I could not have been more bored. I, I started to watch it was like, wow, this is shit. And I turned it off, and then she yelled at me and said, no, 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 dude, you have to finish it. You have to finish it. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, best friend, not a problem. I will trust your judgment. So I watched the rest of it, and I will never get that time back in my life. So well, I can't wait till my birthday. Making you watch every A24 film. Go for it. I will happily publicly shit on all of them. So three cheers because Ernest. Three cheers because Ernest moves through. Doing it for Vern. Oh my goodness. Doing Lobbing. it for Vern. Good lord. I think it's fair to say it's already like, it's like the, the more intellectual concept of Halloween, and I think like there's the also Halloween's for the kids. Yeah. That's well. There's a, there's definitely like, a divide yeah, here, yeah, yeah, that we're gonna have yeah. to address. As yeah, because there's just a lot of we're gonna have kids movies going up against. Yeah. yeah. All right. The next one is I'm kind of curious to see where this lands. For our next battle, we have Donnie Darko from 2001 mm-hmm. with an 85% rating versus 1995's Idle Hands with a 36.5 rating. <laughs> Joe, you were the first to vote on this. Oh, one. this is this one's an easy one for me. For um, you. Yeah. Well, I you know so I. Um, I didn't like Donnie Darker the first time I saw it. I liked it better uh, on rewatch. So on rewatch, I learned that Richard Kelly, who doesn't have a huge film resume, but does a lot of TV, um, this was his sci-fi movie. He wanted to write a movie about science fiction. It got cut up um, by the studios before its release. And the studios made it more ambiguous. Correct. Because I never read Donnie Darko, and maybe I'm just a, maybe I'm basic, but I never read Donnie Darko as anything but a movie about mental health. I thought for sure this was a movie that had things to say about teen suicide, about teen depression, about the way our society just kind of allows those things to kind of run rampant. And I thought that this was in Donnie's head. Richard Kelly, the creator, says, no, no flatly, it's, yeah. it's not a movie about that. It is a movie that is really about time travel, time travel. and dimensions yeah. and multidimensional movement. I did not think that that would make me like Donnie Darko better, and yet it kind of did. Because if you look at Donnie Darko through that lens, then it kind of does become a Halloween movie. movie. But again, the the thing that stands out here for me is the fact that um, Donnie Darko is about the time ticking through October again. It's about like, you know, we're we're going to, when we get to this day, something's going to change. And I stand by what I just ranted and raved about in The Witch, that that's why Halloween is where it is on the calendar because there's this idea of a massive shift and transition in the way we live our lives. Donnie Darko really drives that home. I'll leave it there. 
Um, Idle Hands is man. Seth Green is a national treasure. Mm-hmm. That that movie. I was not expecting that movie to hold up at all. Like it, when I, I was like, this was a movie that I only liked because it was the '90s when I saw it. Um, and then I realized that really it was very late '90s. Right? Yeah, Idle Hands. Yeah, I mean practically the 2000s. It it is not a movie that holds up well. It is not a movie that says good things about women. No, um, Jessica cringy. Alba is just cringy, given cringy. nothing at all to do in it that gets, movie. I, to me, it gets sucked up into that like American Pie cringiness of that whole oh, who, yeah. Who's yeah. the lead guy, though? That Devin Devin Sawa. Sawa. I'm going to tell you what. That guy's acting his ass off in this movie. Yeah, he's, oh, he's carrying that. He's trying very hard. The script's terrible. But it's a terrible script. There's holes everywhere. Are we supposed to believe that you kill everyone you love and then the lesson is just don't be lazy? Smoke more marijuana. That's yeah. the lesson I got. Honestly, to me, I laughed one time in this whole yeah. movie, and, and that's what Seth on. Green says. Maybe we should clean the whole house. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? It's like, and then we'll clean the kitchen, and just the way he sweeps his arm and goes, and then we'll clean the whole house. Yeah. I literally paused it to laugh. I got a soft so spot for God him. bless you, Seth Green, but no, I vote for Donnie Darko. Oh, okay. Uh, Jackie, it comes over to you. Idle hands. Um, I, I'm not a fan of Donnie Darko. I, and I think, honestly, um, listening to, to what you just said, Joe, that maybe 10 years from now I'll give it another chance. I think that movie got super hyped up because I didn't see it when it came out. A couple of years after it came out is when I watched it. And at that point, everybody's like, oh, my God, it's amazing. It oh, my me. God. <laughs> and, like, it got super hyped up. Sorry. And I was just like, what what the fuck? Um, so Sorry. not not a big fan at all, um, and I agree. Idle Hands doesn't really hold up. It's kind of ridiculous, but um, and I might I might use this excuse more than once in these in these episodes. But you know, that's a movie that I'm not necessarily going to put on to sit down and watch. But when I'm having friends over for spooky game night, or if I have a Halloween party, absolutely, Idle Hands is going on in the background while we're doing stuff. So, which basically means you're listening to Sublime Santeria over yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's never a bad choice. All right, so that's one no, book that's for each film. Reason. Ed, this one's up to you. Did Donnie Darko come out in 2001? It did indeed. I watched it all the time Me in high too. school, and my nerdy friends and I used to just like play music in the basement and record improvisational tapes and let's like release them as like the philosophy of that's time, time travel. travel. <laughs> um, and it's funny. Uh, yeah, I don't really know if I have any feelings about Donnie Darko. I kind of think it's pretentious and silly. And it's... Uh, ugh. Uh, well, I'm voting for Idle Hands. And uh, right. Idle Hands, I don't... I did not like. I think in my review, I said Idle Hands has aged about as well as the offspring playing your high school prom. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, funny because it's true. Here, here's what I will say about it. I think it's ac- absolutely about Halloween. Mm-hmm. I had to sit and think what the hell... You know, Donnie Darko had to do with Halloween. Sure. I just remember the rabbit saying, you know, why are you wearing that human suit? <laughs> um, but uh, Idle Hands is a Halloween movie, undoubtedly, and props to Devin Sawa. He's doing his best Bruce Campbell, in, you know, impression. Sure. In yeah. uh, is it as good as Bruce Campbell? No, but, you know, nobody is. Um, it just feels like Halloween, so it, it, Idle Hands. Yeah, that's that's fair. I just Donnie Darko. I always in two thousand one when I met my husband, we got so hard into the philosophy of time travel and the Donnie Darko book, and we were the same way. We watched it over and over and over again. So I do have to give a special shout out to that film because it was one of the films that like really you know united us in our early years. 
So it's a shame to see it go, but Idle Heads is a fun little Halloween romp. All right, next up, you guys, is uh, 2000's Ginger Snaps versus Rob Zombie's 31. Ginger Snaps coming in with an 84% uh, rating and 31 uh, with Malcolm McDowell uh, obviously collecting a paycheck, coming in at 41%. Can it score a negative? Yeah. Jackie, you are up for Ginger Snaps versus 31. Uh, Again, Halloween vibes we're voting for here. uh, My God. Which one really had Halloween vibes? Neither one? Yeah. What? That's like, fair. Yeah, that's um, true. I, I'm, I'm going to just vote on the one that I would rather watch, which would be Ginger Snaps. Yeah, fair. I, I, I can't, neither one really evoked Halloween. Halloween yeah. That's you know, like I get that 31 is supposed to be like this, we, you know, hunt humans, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then with Ginger Snaps... It's a very convenient plot device that it's a Halloween party at the end when What's-Her-Nuts finally has her full transformation. So it's like, oh, that's why she looks like that yeah. now, because we're at a Halloween party, Halloween. she's dressed up. Yeah. Like, I get the plot moving along that way, and yeah, it's, yeah. you know. Uh, so, yeah, this one's kind of a, a, like a throwaway round for me. Yeah. But I, I prefer Ginger Snaps to just sit down and watch sometimes, so hmm. I vote for Ginger Snaps. Fair enough. All right. Ed, you're up. Off the record, I would never vote. I, I don't think Rob Zombie should make movies or music. He's not good at anything. That's um, a hot take. I'm excited. Ugh, no. I, to quote John Carpenter, he is a piece of shit. No. I think he said lying piece yeah. of shit. Wow. And I'll tell you what, if John Carpenter doesn't like you, then you keep moving. You're and John Carpenter is also better at music than Rob okay. Zombie. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, wow. That's, it's a lot fair. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to go. They both go. I'm going to go back to what I said about Halloween 3, and it's like, if we could create a better world for Halloween, um, I think the werewolf is not used enough. I prefer the werewolf mythos to the vampire. Mm -hmm. I really like it. I know it's the, you know, according to Stephen King, it's your Dr. Jekyll and Hyde plot line. I absolutely love ginger snaps i don't think it's a great halloween movie but it's such a cool tweak on werewolf mythos Mm -hmm. Uh, the second one's really good it is really good it's got that like cool 90s goth vibe oh my god i love ginger snaps 31 was awful awful atrocious that the i painfully bad the the dialogue is racist and stupid and buffoonish Uh, Rob Zombie can't even make a little purse, a little Spanish person dressed as a Nazi fun. Like, there's nothing fun in that movie. If Halloween is supposed to be fun, that was a miserable, miserable watch. It's incoherent. It's poorly directed. It's, uh, it's, it's you awful. don't have to hold back it. You should really tell us how you really feel when you're on our show. This is the circle of choice. Oh, wow. in, my, in my review um, of it, I said, I am sorry that I live in a world that that, this exists that John Carpenter even has to know who Rob Zombie is. <laughs> oh, my wow. gosh. Wow. Pump wow. The, dude, really? Not, you won't even, like... I, listen, I, I think there's no surprise. I'm one of the few people at the table who will defend a Rob Zombie film. I love House of a Thousand Corpses. I'll save it for now. I love... Uh, you know, Devil's Rejects is good for what it is. Do yeah. I think he's got a lot of shit? Yes. You know, you know how we were saying, like, uh, you, we were talking about, like, intros. And I, and I was like, what would my intro for this be? Um, I think that everybody has a 70s horror movie that defines them. There's, like, camps, right? Mm-hmm. So I know, for example, like, Joe Bob Briggs is Team Texas Chainsaw Massacre. 
I do not care for the Texas chains. I just said the, the like I shouldn't say that. I don't. When I was a kid, That's I was fair. obsessed with gore, and I saw it, and it was such a letdown to me. I don't really like Halloween either. Mm -hmm. So like my defining seventies horror movie is Dawn of the Dead by George Romero. That's like that's my film. That's one hundred percent my camp. And I so mm -hmm. I feel like Rob Zombie comes from a different camp. And then my other issue with him is like this guy obviously loves Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yet doesn't understand it or know how to duplicate the <laughs> fun of it. Like he he just doesn't get it. I can't understand that someone who's so obsessed with horror not understanding what it is. Fair. Fair yeah. enough. Well, Ginger Snaps chomps on, on yeah. Yeah, to the next round. This one this one hurts my soul. I'm not going to lie, you guys. This yeah. is the first one that's really going to cause me a lot of pain because either one of these movies leaving is a travesty to me. So, Mer Mr. Oh, Zombie, sorry. that was Ed Clark, C-L-A-R-K. Come find me. Yeah. <laughs> sure, I'll kick your ass. Um, holy Quentin Tarantino, I'm so tired of watching Rob Zombie sweat the 70s. This movie had nothing in it. And Ginger Snaps is not a good Halloween movie, but... Ginger Snaps is a great movie. And on that note, guys, let's take a quick break and let's hear from the girls at Femme Regard Podcast, one of our nearest and dearest groups of friends who are doing a Kickstarter for their newest film. What would you do if you had the ability to sync minds with your best friend? A partner? Maybe even a stranger? Would you share the deepest part of yourself with them? I can already read your mind. Then what am I thinking about right now? You're thinking about how much you want people to support our Kickstarter for our first feature film, Sync. You're so right. If we raise the money, we can make an amazing sci-fi thriller about mind syncing and toxic relationships. Support women in film and check out our campaign now. Just go to kickstarter.com and search Sync. That's S-Y-N-C. Or click on the link in our bio on social media and follow us at FemRegard and at Sync the Movie. Mmm, Fem. All right, guys, this one's a heartbreaking one. 2007's criminally underrated, in my humble opinion, Murder Party, mm. with a 78.5% rating and 1988's Night of the Demons. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. Okay. I have not seen this Murder is Party. Brutal. Mm. I have to admit. Oh, all right. Okay, so no, let's that's get no. to then, Joe for that And one. that's a shame because it's a great movie. 2007? It. 2007. Yeah. It's a great you movie. Would if, love yeah, it. You got to check it out. It's a, it's a quality movie. <clears throat> if, yeah, it's literally a horror movie about being an artist. <laughs> Like literally, it's about art. Like The Shining. No, no, no. It's like, about, like, no, it's more fun. like, no. It's not about art. It's about like art school people. Right. Yeah. Like the yeah, people, yeah. people you that went go to, school to art with. school. It's yes. about like the shit you. It. It's about the shit you endure, and the people you have but, to endure yeah. if to you want artist. to be creative. It's okay. a great film. You, you gotta, gotta watch, watch it. it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sad that you haven't. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm no, so yeah. I'm sorry Murder that you wasted party time. Versus, what? versus Night of the Demons. Night of the Demons. Okay. Yeah. Joe, so, you're up for that. All right. So have you I, seen it? No, okay. that director. That's the guy that made Green Room. Green Room, yes. Green Room yes. is yes. so no, good. We did yeah. hit. We did. Yeah. He, yeah. I love. Yeah. I absolutely love everything about that director. Um, okay. So then it's me and Jackie and then Marissa and breaks Marissa, the tie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I hope I don't have to break it because I. Can't. I I um, I'm gonna vote Night of the Demons. <laughs> and um, I will say though that I fucking loved Murder Party. I loved Murder I'm glad Party to hear it. I fought be hard because for I write poetry, and because you I hang out I with people am, like that. I hang out with people like that. Not only that, I <laughs> attend events that, except for the fact that the intention is to actually murder people, 
It is yeah, that fucking the, party. It is yeah. that party. Word for word, the lot, the dialogue in this movie. And, for, and, and first of all, it's a gory blood. It's a fucked a up movie. movie. Yeah, it is a, a fucked, fucked up horror movie. But he does like the with comedy the horror most so well. Clever yeah. dialogue that I have ever ever experienced in a movie like that. First of all, they say that he had zero, he literally started that movie with zero dollars. Yeah, and then he was very low then he. Then he then he had access to a grant. I don't know if everybody knows, but I have access to a very important grant. Someone gave him access to a little bit of money, and he used it all for the gore. Perfect. He and, just and used what it for the gore. He didn't change it was the, the only place thing he needed it. Yeah. He didn't need it anywhere else because the script is just phenomenal. The the acting action is, is so funny. The acting is really, really good, great and Christian, all those people go on to be in Green Room for the most part. Yeah, a lot yeah. of those um, people. It's that make him Blair guy. That yeah, he yeah, yeah. With. He's excellent. Everybody's excellent in it. The, it's I, so well I, done. Should, I wrote down lines and now I don't have that piece of paper with me. There's so many great lines in that. There's so many great and lines And it takes place there. across um, a brutally long Halloween with what I think are some of the best costumes. Uh, you know what? You know what? You're my new best friend, Rosa. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I love And the main character of this party. film has my heart so hard. <laughs> oh my God. And the whole thing, if, if Lancelot just moves... Oh, and I, that's right? All right. And I love, how much do you love that how Lancelot moves at the end? Uh, well, oh, he, fa- he found his power. Yeah. Just kidding. Chris yeah. found his power. He found yeah. his power. It so is- the other thing, too, that I got to tell you that despite, and this is uh, the, the magic trick of this movie, is that I hate gore. I, I, as Marissa knows. Yeah. I, always, I always tell Marissa I tolerate gore for her because yeah. she usually wants me to watch gory shit. But I hate gore. I, I I have to like get through gore to enjoy a movie. I didn't even give no, a shit so about the gore in this movie because I was having mm. so much fun. And and yet though, you know what got me? The fact that he ate that fucking candy corn at the end with the hand that he was <laughs> yeah. on the fucking New York City subways with. It's not even the blood. It wasn't no, even the, the blood. The germs. It was the germs. I had that thought too. No one who lives in Brooklyn gets home from the subway and grabs a handful of anything. It's You're going to die. You're going to die. You just survived and yet you're going to die. I, I don't want to talk about Night of the Demons yet, but I told you All a little right, bit about so it. I vote Night of the Demons. Jackie, I'm sorry. I'm going to put this on you. I know. I think I know how it's going to end, but I'm going to vote Murder Party. I love Night of the Demons. I really do. More than both people should. Friends of the show, Linnea Quigley and Amelia Kincaid. Amazing movie, but I love Murder Party so much. I think it's so over, un, what? That's so crazy to me. You I'm voting, two are like I'm voting Murder Party. The largest Night of the Demon fans I know. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't, she's like, don't worry. She's wishing. You know I mean, I think I can't watch that movie. I can't think of that movie. And not thinking of Night of the Demons. I love yeah. Night of the Demons, but I really think of the two films. What, what comes first, that or Return of the Living Dead? Uh, Isn't Return of the oh, Living we Dead had first? This we were, we're... I think Return of the Living Dead was that, first. That was what yeah. I thought. Because so I think she looks younger. I'm a Return yeah. of the Living Dead fan so yeah. much harder than I am a Night of the Demons fan, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still think of you guys when I think of Night of the Demons or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, and that's fair because it is the perfect, to me, it's the perfect Jackie slash Jersey Ghouls horror film where yeah. we <laughs> will make excuses for misogynistic 80s films out of pure mm-hmm. nostalgia. But Murder Party, to me, is just such a perfect fucking Halloween film. It's a perfectly done film. And whenever somebody can combine uh, horror and comedy and do it well, I, it knocks my socks off. It yeah. floods the basement. So, yeah, Murder Party. The first time that I watched Murder Party, we were going to do an you episode. You didn't like it that much. I did not like it. I It was just, like, it was too much... I think it was too much of a reminder of the pretentious people. It's I'm, a, a, I'm, a, you, I'm a theater major. Did, did you come around right. to it this time? I came around you to PTSD. it. But yeah, I think yeah, I was experiencing PTSD from she, being they a They tried to murder major. her a couple times at yeah. the party. That's and it was, it was too much of the competition, too much of all the Shitty bullshit reasons yeah. why I didn't want to be a theater major anymore and why I was like, you know what? 
Like, no. Like, the whole go to New York, live the dream, uh, no more. Like, uh, I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. Um, you gotta talk to my son, Jackie. So... <laughs> Don't you dare. So we actually, like, watched it for the show and didn't end up doing an episode because there wasn't a lot she to talk about. Yet. Like, I was just like, I don't want to say this movie is shit. Uh, um, on my second watch, I think because I had already digested it once, I could take a step back and go, you know what? This was pretty funny. funny. Yeah. This was pretty funny. Um, so I do have a new... Love for New I'm love for murder hear that. Party. Good, we're gonna re- revisit all, it for the All show. of that said, that there's there's I, there's not a single bone in my body that can that vote against Night of the Agreed, fair because enough. Because that movie just is... It's too much my personality. Like, yeah, I, I have you to. You really do love that. I do, I just, a Jackie movie if I've I love... One. Legit, like, that is a movie that I will... Just put on any yeah. random time to sit down. I'm like, what do I want to watch tonight? And mm-hmm. I'm going through all of my 87 streaming services that yeah. I have. And then I go, Me you know too. what I want to watch? And then I go downstairs and I grab my, you know, my grab my Blu-ray and, and I'm just going to watch Under the Demons again. Can I? Can oh, that's I, fall asleep. Will you guys yeah. indulge me one more thing about Murder Party? Absolutely. Since now we know we're definitely yeah. getting rid of it. Um, the I loved, and Jackie, you talking made me think of this. The idea that like, the guy, so the premise of this movie is that a guy, is, he finds a, an invitation, a kind of illusory guy, right? Just finds an invitation on the street and decides, ah, oh, hell with it, I'm going to go. It seems very out of his character to just show up at this party <laughs> that says just show up to this murder party. And he's immediately, like, bound and told that he's going to be killed. And the artists in the room who are going to pull off this murder continually talk about what his role should be. In the murder. (laughs) And the idea... I've never seen a movie capture more beautifully the idea that theater kids, poetry kids, uh, short story people are just... Film kids, film kids. Rockers, heavy metal people, punks. They're all just doing the shit for each other. 100%. There is literally no fucking audience. Don't be mad at me. I've been writing poetry for fucking 20 years, and I'm here to tell you, there is no fucking audience except other poets. And so... Every film festival I go to? I mean, right! And so the dialogue all just continually rounds on that truth, and yet to watch all the people in the room, like, refuse to believe it as well was brilliant. There's a lot of movies on this list that claim to be comedy horrors. There's a lot of them. Once Bitten, Midnight Hour, it, Trick or Treat. But you literally <laughs> don't laugh at these movies that much. This movie is could be comedy first. They're James Franco right. face on for yeah. a second there. Yeah. Pump the brakes, Carter. Does, does it have the good sound design? Because Green Room has that gnarly sound design. It does. Like, oh my it, does. it really it does. does. And, and that wet, visceral yeah. 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 Like that just like, oh, that feel, violence. It, that it, feels you know what's so... funny? The, the last movie he made was a Dud. Yeah. That hold the darks. I, oh, I really thought oh, of, I, I went into it just out of loyalty to him and I'm yep. like, Meh. Is Blue Ruin even a horror movie? Who? Blue Ruin. Isn't I that about the murders and all that? It's like psychological. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. I guess That's horror adjacent, so but. Speaking of treats, y'all ready for the next one? Y'all ready for this? Um, The next bracket has 2007's Trick R Treat, an important distinction. Verse R trick R treat yeah the the Mike Doherty joint Doherty joint versus one of Joe's favorites on the list the house that October built (laughs) 
And I believe we're going to Me. Ed. No, because he didn't oh, vote he didn't for this. Yeah. Wait, what, I'm sorry. Going back to. Um, so we have uh, Trick or Treat, a 2007's Mike Doherty film versus The House That October Built, 2014's 48.5 rating. Um, listen, I, I, guys, it's super Halloween-y. I, I felt like I had to put it on the list because, you know, it is a um, Halloween film. Um, this one should be easy enough, I hope. This is so easy because, yes, they're both very um, Halloween. It's, it's Trick or Treat. Yeah. Uh, the house is that October built Jeez. is terrible, yeah, that's uh, right. awful. Um, Scared. And, you know, uh, I like found footage. I, that, that's I'm my hot take. I think yeah. when it's done well... It's, it's great. Yeah. Uh, the, the original Blair Blair Witch is scary. Mm-hmm. Um, the house is that October Bill is not scary. <laughs> no, it does not seem to understand that like what found footage is. You're like, why are we cutting to a camera that's inside the bus? Why would you would you just stick one it. on the bunk? <laughs> why are these characters so unlikable? What adults can ride around in a bus looking for haunted houses in their 30s? Like, this yeah. doesn't make Who any... Who rides around looking for haunted houses in their 30s and 40s? That's weird. For months at a time. Uh, yeah, but, you don't, but you don't do it the entire month of October. You no. hold down a job. No, that's true. I do adult. I do right. adult. Yeah. I only do it on the weekends. Nights and weekends. Okay. This is such so ridiculous. None of the characters are likable. <laughs> The ending where they're like at Mardi Gras is like the least tense thing I've ever seen in my life. It's so fair. Everything in it is wrong. It's just terrible. I'm mad at myself for rewatching it. I was hoping I'd like it better, but no, it's it's, it's a dud. I'll elevate uh, Ed's point by saying that it is everything that's bad about found footage. It's everything that's wrong with found footage. And let me let me say this further. So right off the it's trick or treat, hands down, slam dunk, super easy. The houses that October built also just really ruins a great premise because I will tell yes. you this: yes. when when I when we well not when we when I was about twelve and I knew nothing about haunted hay rides or you know haunted October themed haunted attractions. We know a lot, Marissa and I, about shore based permanent haunted attractions because we grew up at the Jersey Shore in the eighties yeah. when New Jersey was the grand heavyweight champion of walk through haunted houses. Mm-hmm. When we were, when I was about 12, a kid hung himself in Bergen County at a haunted hayride. And the news reports about that happening were the scariest shit I could remember. I was terrified. Accidental? Accidentally. Okay. And they kept talking about the fact that he gave his speech. They were doing, you know, that, that eyewitness news, five o'clock, you're eating dinner with your family and you hear this gruesome story and everybody's crying and they're interviewing the teenagers like, he gave his speech, we thought he was fine, we thought he was acting. Literally a girl said, I thought he was doing the best version of his shtick that he's ever done. Oh, I didn't think he was acting. I thought he actually hanged himself. No, he, he wasn't acting. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm doing sorry. a yeah, shitty he, job. He, yeah. They, the he actually eyewitnesses yeah. thought the kid was acting. Right. Okay? The scariest thing about the Six Flags fire, which I've written extensively on, was the fact that people thought that shit was like part of the show. There are people in the castle at the time who were like, holy shit, this fire's real. Fire's real. That whole idea of where like fake scary and real real scary intersect, that fucks me up. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Because that's scary to me. That you could be watching someone really dying and you think it's part of a show. They set up the first 10 minutes of this movie like they were going to explore that shit. And I was like, oh, damn, I'm ready. Me too, yeah. But and are, then, aren't there, there, there's like these really high-end ones now in like New York City where you sign a waiver and like they can touch so you. So blackout. They do this and, shit, these yeah. two. 
Well, so not <laughs> so oh. I've done a lot of uh, like I've I've had a lot of experience and I've done a lot of work with extreme haunts and you know these these shows that are more like they literally basically torture you and do really extreme things to you. I've never personally participated in one because I don't think my my trauma informed life could handle it. Mm-hmm. But I'm fascinated with them, so I think that's why this movie always like gets stuck in my gut because it is it's such a fucking great idea. I think that's there's something to be said for chasing the extreme haunts. Yeah. I know as someone who's obsessed with these haunts, like and and again, I I have lines I won't cross. I wanted to do a documentary about these places, but I've just never gotten it off the ground. But can I throw a question in the group? To, though? Yeah. What if they changed the setting time-wise? Like, because I'm gonna kind of argue that this ruins this concept mm, to fair. a degree. Yeah, it's awful. Right? Like, yeah. it, it, you know, if somebody like you know what. That stupid movie. If they buried me in a coffin, be like, "Hello, right? I'm in my a GPS. I'm in a coffin. <laughs> right? Um, yeah. Like 360 me real quick." <laughs> yeah. But like, boy, then you would have the difficulty of attempting a found footage with period details. It'd be yeah. awesome. But that that might actually be a good idea. I'd watch right? that movie because well, you're saying you like the idea. Well, no matter it's what though, idea. Ed, they, yeah. they 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 just ruin this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the characters the, are the unlikable. Movie that, <laughs> that ensues after and there's the no meaningful development about any of it. But yeah, it's a shame because they do take a really cool idea. This idea that you you kind of bite off more than you could chew finding the mm-hmm. most extreme haunt. Um, this is why we need actors playing characters. This is what's wrong with found footage is that it's it tries to make you think that the actors are just being actors, mm-hmm. and then you hate these people. The, horror movies thrive off of characters. I'm sorry, but but I fiction. Tell, yeah. They you need to build character. There's no characters in this movie. No. The most I got out of this movie is don't wear V-neck. You mean you think don't wear V-neck? Is acting in Friday the Thirteenth? <laughs> I don't think he. At least they <laughs> think <laughs> he's, he's not. <laughs> in their death like like uh, the whole time oh, I'm like that. okay so it's not we're gonna find out at the end that this was the haunt right yeah. the whole movie mm-hmm. I'm like oh, okay oh you thought that yeah oh, you sweet baby angel <laughs> I, I was alone in that you guys didn't think that it was gonna be that they were this was the extreme haunt they were uh, looking for I think that's what true. I thought yeah oh really um, and I yeah. went, and then if I'm not mistaken they answer that there's a sequel yeah, that basically sequel starts the, the, mm-hmm. the whole Plot. Like you, you almost had your entire. Not wasted. proud to admit, I've wasted. I've also watched the sequel, which is also just as dumb, 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 Such dumb. good ideas that get you know, like, I, and I feel that way about Thirty One. I think Rob Zombie comes up with cool concepts and then fucks them up. I think. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and a, a, the fair. idea of a bunch of rich people that's voting fair. on who could outlive oh, yeah. the night. And I, I think it's that's like one the of my yeah, like yeah, yeah, mixed yeah. together. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a sucker for. I like the concept so much that I like try to wish the movie better in my own head somehow. Um, totally fair, Jackie. Unfortunately, your vote doesn't matter but i'm assuming you would have went trick-or-treat here i'm going trick-or-treat uh found footage is my favorite genre um i didn't hate the houses yeah, that october built like i thought yeah. it was perfectly fine um i you know i, I didn't love it I, I i certainly did not have the reaction that the rest of you had i thought it was fine it was it yeah. was okay um but yeah trick-or-treat um hands down is is way way better Fair enough yeah all right, moving right along into the next round. We're almost done with this side of the eliminations. Uh, this one's interesting. It's 2015's Hell House LLC, which with, has a 73% rating, versus 2017's Terrifier, which is so hot right now because of the sequel, um, with uh, another friend of the show, David Howard Thornton, who plays Art the Clown, um, with a 57% rating. Jackie, this one starts with you, girl. I really, really like both of these movies a whole darn lot. Um, but Hell House LLC, holy crap! Again, I love found footage movies. We watched this. We watched Hell House last year, year before, for an episode, 
And I loved it so much that I immediately was like, I need to watch part two and I need to watch part three. And actually I rewatched it because it had been a while. So I rewatched it for this. And that's when I saw that there was a director's cut. And so I watched it again two days later so I could start the director's (laughs) cut. It's a good um, movie. As much as I really enjoy both of these movies, and I would be hard pressed to have to pick between the two, but I yes. I love found footage so much, and again, like I instantly had to go for all the sequels. So my vote goes to Hell House LLC. Fair enough. Hell House LLC. Okay. One hundred percent. Oh, um, And it it was funny with uh, again I like found footage horror. I watched Ooh. this midway through this film I literally like got goose pimples like when, when the one cameraman is in the room and he, it was so unsettling they ratcheted up the tension so nicely I don't think it totally works at the end I have to say I was in I saw there were two more movies I did not want to see them because I felt the more I understood about it the less scary it would be so I was Fair. I felt when it was over I was like I do not want to see parts two and three I think they're going to ruin this Mm. Um, uh, Terrifier. Okay, I have a weird... Uh, I did not like this film. Okay. Uh, and I like gore. Uh, I thought the lead actor was genuinely creepy. Uh, the opening scene in the pizza parlor, I think, is the it's, m- most it's, effective it's, part of the agree, film. Agreed, yeah. agreed. But yeah. so good. here's my weird comparison with Terrifier. Honestly, it reminds me of Predator. Hmm. And it makes me think of why the Predator movie is so good. And it's because you watch Predator, you've got this thing that's really good at killing people, and then you learn its abilities as the film goes on. And that's what ratchets up the tension. You're like, oh, he's invisible. Oh, he can see in the dark. And you learn all these things. With Terrifier, I'm like, wait, what is this thing? Is it a clown? He's bulletproof? Can you kill him? Like, I didn't understand it. So it it just, the logic of the film was so flawed. Um, so yeah, I, Hell House LLC, I, I just adored Nice. Loved yeah. it. Easy. What a missed opportunity to make a movie about a psycho who's a human what, with this movie in Terrifier. Because the first yeah, 20 minutes of Terrifier are, are truly intense good. Yeah. And, and, and scary. They're frightening. And then they shit the pants. And they're frightening because the actor is so, so good. good. What he does. And I know you guys know him. I don't know him. And I will say that I, I saw like Chaplin and Keaton he's, in his pantomime. Yeah, he's so like, talented. When he does that little being. chaplain, you know, that little mm-hmm. chaplain-esque little head shake thing, that purse lip thing, that, that literally, I'm like, this guy is a student of pantomime. Actually, he, is, he literally is he, a, like, he, he is, is a such a like, good actor. What a shame voices. that he has to contend with such a shit script. Because when it turns into just that torture porn bullshit, that yep. horror yeah, shit, it just it goes off the rails, and you, you lose an opportunity to have made a, to make like a Hannibal Lecter type, really intensely terrifying, terrifying, wink, wink, a terrifying character. Um, not that it matters, but yeah, I, I, I vote Hell House. Yeah, I agree, and I think actually David Howard Thornton and Jenna Canell are such fucking talented actors that it, it bums me out and to see them have to the, chew on such no a shitty script. There's no reason why Halloween. There's nothing fucking do on Halloween. It takes place on Halloween. Yeah, but it doesn't have to. Oh. It takes place any day of the week. Also, where well, are they? Because it, it looks a lot like summer well, where they it are. It explains why he's... That was filmed they in Jersey City. Oh, Fun fact about that film, it was filmed in Jersey City. Oh my God, we had a lot of good time. Jersey tie-ins in this bracket. In this too, bracket, yeah. oh, 100%, yeah. Um, I agree with you. Yeah, that's fair. Goodbye to Art the Clown. Um, Wait, what I, you were saying? What if? I was going to say, so like, 
what if you put him in like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre like situation where he's like your Leatherface? Because I don't think you can do much with that character. He yeah. doesn't talk, right? You know, like, and he's creepy in low doses. I think the problem is he shouldn't be the main villain of the film. Right, there isn't right, right, anything right. there yeah. to work with, and that's yeah. why and halfway, that's why it has to develop. Halfway through the movie, yeah. he's just sawing women in half because <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's Literally, nothing yeah. else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's I think where they as as the like the film film kind of takes that turn is that they devolve from the the effect of horror in the beginning into the torture porny stuff, which is just not my cup of tea. <laughs> I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna I'm gonna be honest there. Yeah, it's just not what what really affects me horror wise. I'll watch it. I'll be like, ah, oh, cool. They shared shared her half, but you know. All right, and last to round out this first bracket is something wicked this way comes, mm. 1983 versus. Hell Night from 1981 with My Friend and Yours and All Grows Up, Linda Blair. Linda Blair oh, is so adorable. Just want to pinch her cheeks. Oh my God, is Linda Blair the most adorbs thing <laughs> I've ever seen? Yep. Um, okay. Her so this is me, right? Hell Night is a is a Palmer Video movie for me, much like Night of the Demons. Nice. Yep. Um, and so Palmer Video is our cover. local West yep. New York video store that used to put out the covers. And you could pick up the cover and look at it. And uh, I was always so intrigued by the cover of Hell House because it was Linda Blair holding to that gate yeah, yeah. that they keep saying, don't climb the gate. Be careful when you climb the and gate. And then he did that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he climbed the gate. He's fine. I've never seen a movie with a bigger MacGuffin than that goddamn gate. Because that gate, the gate is prominently featured on the front of the... I thought for sure that gate was going to come Also, all of this fucking hoopla about this fraternity... Which we first of all, is it a fraternity sorority? Is it a It's is a, it a sorority, which that alone gets ten points <laughs> off of my book. Nobody nobody calls so, okay. that the right. Ferrari. Yeah. So first Jackie. of all, it's a Ferrari. And there's all Easy this, with the Ferraris. You got a Ferrari girl. There's all this whooping at the beginning. Woo! And then they leave like three people there. You guys did all this shit to for three people. It was a rough, they had a rough pledge listen, period. They only got three pledges listen, that year. I was President oh, of my fraternity. Go. Let me get my... Tell me all about it. Shut up, sorority. Shut up, Fysig. Don't <laughs> act like you don't know what I'm talking about. You never... You did so much less. You would never bother for three people to do what these people did. They literally go in... And then, first of all... Jackie, so, tell us about fraternities. Do they do this kind there, of stuff? There's actually a... For, uh, wait, I, keep, I can't even begin with this no, movie. No, you're going off It does here. not hold up with the whole mental illness thing. No. Like, no, there's many oh things. Oh, my God. Like, literally, I was clutching my Dude, pearls. I had to Google... I tell you what, I clutched my pearls. <laughs> I had to Google some of the terms they were using, and I was like, ooh, we don't, we don't say that. Oh, anymore. my God. <laughs> like, hashtag the, canceled, Linda. Be the careful. The crap that they were saying I had to Google it. I didn't even know what it meant. And this is Dick You guys know this is Dick Van yeah. Patten's kid, Kyle Van Patten. Yeah. So here in our bracket, we have double, we have double Van Patten. Van Patten. Which is That's a lot of Van Patten. <laughs> in this bracket is Van Patten squared, which to me is ready for this jelly is, is enough to make this episode of Jersey Pools. We're talking one bracket has two Van Pattens in it. So anyway, yeah, so you're Rob, welcome, universe. Robin Hood is the Van Patten kid, right? Was yeah. that Robin Hood? Yeah. He's the one who climbs the gate. No problem. All right. So I do like first the of all. The relationship dynamic there, if I may, just put on my Jersey yeah. Ghouls pants for a minute. I do like that she can't even be bothered to remember his name, and she's like, get over here, and get, I, I'll give you ass what I tell you. I love everything I about her. I do like the whole Seth, so, Seth or Kyle, West, or what's yeah. it, West, like, or whatever. Like, who the fuck are, hey, West, I like that she just keeps calling her. Yeah, she's, and British. she's like the one pulling the head but down. where does this British girl come from, first of all? <laughs> she fucking, she's great. She's, she's I don't know. She's, she's all British. She's a British. She has no reason to be 
be British. That college had a lot of international applicants that year. Where are we at American University? Yeah. Where the hell are we? Oh, we are definitely okay. at, with so, that diversity, we're at a top Okay, <laughs> so this hell house, this hell night hell house, night. has pyrotechnics, projection okay. set up, speakers planted into rooms. Joe. There's a killer loose in the house. But how many? Okay, how many people do you need from the fratur- from the Ferrari to go in and set this shit up? But the killers don't bother with them. They wait till the two people are there on the night of the thing. I'm gonna drop one hard fact on you. The only kids who joined the Ferraris are kids who could pull off pyrotechnics and have a lot of. Free I'm time just on saying, their hands. like just they had to have been in this house for weeks. You remember the Ficap haunted house? They had one garbage bag fall from the sky. It took us like a year to set that shit up. Yeah, that shit was next level. We, yeah. <laughs> we thought we were doing some yeah, shit. That was it. nothing they like what the these people They were the theater kids and they still could pull that off. <laughs> we, uh, that haunted house was legit, if I do may say so myself. But they, they had to have been in this house for a very, very long time. And where was the killer? Where was the killer for the weeks He's it must have taken to set this shit up? Watching there, them, laughing at them. Besides the fact that his... there is some really excellent 80s dialogue which just means nothing it's just the most meaningless bullshit all forgettable movie all right so I, i'm assuming you're going something yep. wicked yep. jackie i'm also going something wicked um this was a re i haven't watched it in a couple of years and not something that it, yeah not that it's an absolutely fantastic movie but i'm gonna say that this was one of the very few movies from my childhood that legitimately scared me like, I remember watching this movie, and we would be like, you know, I grew up in a very small town. We'd be like out walking around or riding my bike somewhere. When I was very little, if your house had a lightning rod or like one of those like <laughs> uh, weather roosters or yeah. whatever, I legitimately was like, fuck you, Mr. Dark probably lives there. I'm out. Like, I was afraid of lightning rods on houses because of this movie when I was a wee child. And you're yeah. shaking your head. I'm guessing you had similar experiences with this film. I really liked it. Yeah. yeah. And this is my, and I've been wanting to watch it for years. I have the book, like, and I just never read it. Um, it's flawed. It feels a little too short. It, it has so many ideas, but what I really liked about it is, it to me, it's this the same thing that, that it is about, and that horrible feeling when you're a kid that you're afraid of something and adults are unaware of it mm-hmm. and that is so cool mm-hmm. and then like all the father-son stuff and it is so touching and like mm-hmm. the idea that the father is racked with guilt and like I just really liked that Jonathan Price was great mm-hmm. and for a second I was going to be like oh I didn't watch Hell Night for this I have seen Hell Night, and I and I'm like no trying to remember it, it, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember. And then there's the killer guy that wakes up, and it's like the annoying so couples stupid. going through this, yeah. Whole, and it it's just so not memorable. No. It, it, it's just yeah, the most forgettable movie on this list. I yeah. yeah, I am currently reading something wicked this way comes, and I am about at the halfway point of the book. And to your point about this movie being too short. They're kind of wrapping up the movie where I'm at yes. at the halfway yeah. point. So I'm kind of curious of what's so going to happen better. because like I'm literally like I still have half the book to go and we just had a the the carousel death of Mr. Dark mm-hmm. just happened just at the happened. halfway point but it was to Mr. Cougar not Mr. Dark. So now I'm like oh, you're in for, what's going to happen? So like now I'm super excited again yeah. this is my first read so now I'm just like Sweet. We're kind of yeah. departing from the book, or uh, from I'm departing from the movie now, so I'm quite excited. Uh, but yeah, like I agree that it, it kind of wrapped it up short and sweet, but 
But yeah, that that was one of the. There were like a very very few movies that scared me as a child, and this was one of them. And if I may put on my, I know I'm in a good place to put on my geeky English major pants, but my God, the the way that Ray Bradbury like describes fall and they use a lot of that dialogue in the film just makes me like yeah it just gives me it's goosebumps. beautiful it's the beginning of something beautiful. wicked is gorgeous yeah. you can make the argument too that you know like great movies are a collection of great moments and that movie has moments it may not be great in its entirety but it yeah. has moments mm-hmm. of it does have moments yeah the carousel scene at the end was so frightening. So good. Mr. Dark's so, transformation book, is so goddamn good. frightening. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, we're going to stop it here and take a break. Thank you so much for tuning in. Joe and Ed, thank you so much for being on. Tune in next time where we get through the second half of the 32. We are counting down the best Halloween film of all time. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can check out Jersey Ghouls on anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. And we will see you all next time. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.